but I'm going to welcome for the second time on the podcast, because we talked before your last fight, it is uh, the one and only former lightweight world champion, Teofimo Lopez. He's getting ready for an important fight, December the 10th, New York's Madison Square Garden, the main event on Heisman Trophy Night, taking on uh, Spaniard Sander Martin in a WBC junior welterweight title eliminator. Teofimo, thank you for doing this, and welcome to the show. How are you doing, my man? Uh, thank you. Thank you for everything. I'm honestly, man, I'm doing great. Fantastic. I'm looking forward to this fight on December 10th. Honestly, I could fight this week if it was fight week this week. <laughs> well, don't do that. You wait till the night of the fight because then you get paid. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, right? Exactly. So as I mentioned when I introduced you, uh, you're fighting on the on the what has become an annual thing for top rank, doing a big fight card. Uh, in New York on the on the night of the Heisman Trophy, some synergy with ESPN, which televises the uh, trophy presentation. Tifimo, you have fought on those cards before. You've shined on those cards before. This is going to be your first time on that card in the main event. So I wondered, how big of a deal is that to you? I mean, you've been in the main event in other fights before, not your first rodeo in that respect, but Heisman night, first time, what do you think? How are you feeling about that? What do I think? My goodness, I feel like I'm in a dream. You got to pinch me or something because, wow, the mecca of boxing, man. Madison Square Garden, that's where legends are born. They're not made there. They're born there. And I think, honestly, listen, uh, being the headline of that, there's a great, and not only that, being the headline and having all these young top prospects on the undercard of it, oh, man, I'm truly appreciative of everything. Uh, it's been a long journey. It's been a long, hard work. Uh, we've been fighting so much, blood, sweat, and tears to get to this point to be the headline on Heisman Trophy Night. And we are able to, we capitalized on it now. So it's all about, if this is now, I can only imagine what we could do later. You know, so so it's all about, you know, wow, I'm, I'm really, I'm truly thankful. I, I can't wait. I've been busting my ass, Dan. I've been busting my butt. Training so hard, working hard, working harder than ever because I understand the magnitude of this fight and I understand what it's going to do for me in the be- in, in, in the beginnings of 2023. Well, I can say this because uh, the people that will uh, listen to this will hear it on audio, but because we're doing this on a Zoom, I can see you. And it's very obvious to me that you are uh, already close to being ready to go. You look like you're on weight to me. I mean, even though you're wearing a shirt, so you definitely look like you've been it can tell in your face, you know, it's uh, it looks good. Uh, oh, yeah, one 146 right now. I'm 146 pounds. I mean, I've been drinking my water, my fluids, and and honestly, that's just, this is what I needed, though. You know, I know people are probably will say, like, oh, he can still make 35. No, I cannot. Right. I promise you, I cannot. It's, it's literally my body is getting comfortable with me. It's being more happy with me because, listen, our body, too, can tell us when to stop. So my body right now is like, hey, I like that we moved up to 140. Let's keep moving. Let's keep doing this. All right, so it's been uh, just in the last couple of days as we're taping this, uh, one year since your uh, tremendous fight, although the loss to George Cambosas and your lightweight, when you lost mm-hmm. the lightweight title. But you've moved up, yes. as you mentioned. It's going to be your second fight now in the junior welterweight division. Uh I wanted to know, uh, before we get into the fight you got coming up, you, you had your, your first fight in the weight class back in August. You scored a pretty impressive seventh-round knockout against Pedro Campa. And I wondered, how did you feel about your debut in the weight class, that performance? Um, you know, I felt you know I felt the ring rust, for sure. You know, I felt the, the, the whole just getting in tune to it, just getting the fundamentals back on. You know, um, the stage or anything, I'm, I'm used to. However, it was just the the part that was really um, that was playing over and over and over and over and over again for me 
and and especially when it came to fight week for Kampa, was like, I can't believe this, but I'm going back to the same thing that almost killed me, you know? So it's like, I need to really carry this differently, or I need to be careful with this, you know? And, and for the first time in a long time, I was, I think since 2015, I was nervous. Really? A little bit. I had a little bit of nerves. I think that's you good, know? don't you? No, I don't like it. <laughs> you know, okay. I don't like it. The reason the reason why I don't like it is because I don't need to be nervous. I know who I am as a fighter. And I haven't been I haven't been like I said, Dan, I haven't been nervous since two thousand and fifteen. That's that's how long has it been for me. You know, what so, what was it in twenty fifteen that made you nervous? Um, I, I was always nervous, you know, as a as a kid, you know, um from, from when I first started competing at eight years old. But then all the way to, to, to 2015, I think my mind just made up because I started winning um, all the big major titles and championships in amateur boxing for USA Boxing, which was the National Golden Gloves, um, the U.S. Olympic qualifiers and becoming the best uh, athlete of the whole tournament. And then thirdly, bec- uh, winning the U.S. Olympic trials itself. So that just brought more and more confidence in me to realize that, and these are fighting the best, fighting the best. You know how the U.S. Olympic trials go. These are the top athletes, and you have to qualify. So beating all those guys brought that confidence in me to realize that I don't need to. um, I don't need to be nervous no more. So once you You were past those nerves, was everything else about that August fight, your debut in the weight class? Did you feel good about how you performed? Is there anything you saw that uh, when you went back and looked at it that even though you won pretty handily, that oh, you know, I can. I need to work on that. I need to sharpen up this. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what we're doing now, you know, into this camp leading to the Sander Martin fight. You know, these are the best things. And the and the beauty that I love about how I know myself so well and my father, who's my coach, he knows so well, is that he may re- revisit and see the film. For myself, though, I know what I did right or wrong as each round goes. So what was, like one, what was is, one thing then that you thought you need to, like, sharpen up or work on a little bit better? My jabs. Okay. Perfect them better. I need to perfect my jabs better. Because the jab is the most important punch. And although I was capitalizing on it, I was hearing a lot of, uh, I was getting a lot of insight on others. They, they were like, man, you got a legendary jab. You have a beautiful jab. And I was like, oh, thank you. You just let me know. I got to keep using it more. And, but the whole thing is, is, there's a lot of things to it. There's more than just a jab. Right. <laughs> However, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna explain to everything to everyone because at the end of the day, we even got the competitors listening to this. Fair enough. Uh, so, I mean, everybody knows as you go into this fight, you're not supposed to fight Sander Martin to begin with. Your original opponent mm-hmm. that was signed and announced was supposed to be uh, the former two division champion uh, from Puerto Rico, Jose the Sniper Pedraza. Uh, he had an illness. He dropped out a couple of weeks ago. He had to make this change. Uh, can you just tell me a little bit about your thoughts on uh, making the change in opponent, number one, and also, you know, you're switching from fighting a right-handed fighter that you were preparing for in camp to changing over to Sander Martin, who was a left-hander. That's obviously different, maybe changes up your sparring. Talk to me a little bit about the about the mentality of making a change and also because he goes from uh, from being a right-handed fighter to a left-handed fighter. Uh, to, to be honest, you know, um, when, it, when it came to having the matchup against Pedraza, you know, that was something that, okay, we have to, now we have to get two different guys, you know, like you say, Orthodox and Southpaw, because Pedraza, he knows how to go and he knows how to fight both ways, both styles, you know, uh, so we prepared for all of that. However, we found out the news. He, uh, yes, he was ill with uh, non-COVID symptoms and that had the force to pull out. Uh, luckily, we were able to have Sandra Martin, who says, and who has stated 
that he has been training because he knew that this fight would happen. So, you know, these are great things. So this guy is not coming out of a three-week notice. This guy's been in the gym for a couple weeks already before the three-week notice. So, you know, I don't want to hear no excuses when we beat this guy and we beat this clown and we send him back to Spain, you know, um, you know, humbly. So it, it's all those things that play those roles, you know, and uh, I'm looking forward to really just with Sander Martin now, Southpaw and everything. You guys see what I do with Southpaws. I love Southpaws, really. I actually am more comfortable with Southpaws than I am Orthodox. What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 support your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL. Now, Pedraza was coming off of a draw, coming off of a loss before that. To uh, He had lost. He had draw with Colby, who you had knocked out. He had the, uh, the loss to Ramirez before that. Uh, and even though he may have fought maybe better-known opponents generally than Martin, Martin was a former European champion. He's got a great record. He's like 40-2. and two. Uh, uh, with only 13 knockouts, but nonetheless. But his big win, where he really made a name for himself, at least in the United States, he went to the backyard of Mikey Garcia at an even heavier weight, uh, fighting at 144 pounds, and he and he beat him. And he sent Mikey Garcia into retirement. And I wonder, when you switch opponents from Pedraza, despite his accolades and his titles, the fact that in more recent times, Martin has a very big win against Garcia... Does that make this like a bigger fight in your mind, like a, a more dangerous opponent because he's already pulled the big upset against a very well-known, top-quality guy like Mikey Garcia? Well, I'll tell you like this, Dan. Every fight moving forward is the biggest fight of my career, biggest fight of my life. You know, it's in the toughest challenge of my life, you know, because it states and it navigates where I need to go after that. You know, win, lose, or draw, it could, it could definitely change your whole, um, your whole journey. Really, sure. So yeah, this is a this is a competitive fight. This is a big fight. I love it. That's why Mauricio Suleiman and the WPC um, they asked for this fight. They sanctioned it as a, a final eliminator for those reasons because it is a well rounded matchup. And those are the things that you know I'm very I, I'm very excited about. I'm intrigued that we are able to have this fight go on. And yeah, you know he retired Mike Garcia, but he's not going to retire to Fuma Lopez come December tenth. I promise you that. If anything, the reverse. Hey, I might just hit him with the uno reverse card (laughs) (laughs) a little a little uh card game uh, joke there i get it uh did you watch his fight against mikey garcia and if so what were your impressions of him actually the the interesting part is that we were on our way to that fight um and right when we got there we got there just in we got there right when they announced the decision and the upset and when we heard Sander Martin's name get rose, like his hand raised and everything. And you just hear everyone in Fresno and everyone just like, Ooh, and all those things. And then, um, but that was the same night that we had that confrontation with Devin Haney. <laughs> so you didn't see the actual fight then is what you're saying. No, I actually, I did not see the actual fight. You know, we definitely missed it. However, you know, my, my coach, my father has been tuning in. Um, and then I peeped, I peeped a little bit. Or I peeped probably like, 15, 20 seconds of him, and that's all I needed to see. And, you know, we just move forward. So as you mentioned, it's a, the WBC at the convention a few weeks ago uh, mandated this as an eliminator. You already set the fight, uh, Pedraza, so maybe this would have been the next fight. But as it turned out, it's, it is now this fight because of uh, the illness. So uh, a victory will move the winner 
uh, a step closer to the mandatory shot uh, against the newly crowned champion of the WBC Regis Progre, who won that belt in a, in a terrific fight November 26th by knocking out Jose Zapata. Uh, yeah. I wonder Christmas what is, is coming early. <laughs> what is it? Christmas is coming early. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, <laughs> did you did you uh, did you see the Progre fight against Zapata? And if yeah, you did, you that. that that's listen. I my understanding is that WBC is going to order Jose Ramirez to fight Progre next because he he sort of stepped aside as this happened in the first place. But the winner of your fight would be next up in terms of the mandatory. Uh, boy oh boy, I can't think of a more tasty fight in the weight class than than Regis Progre against Tiafimo Lopez. Being honest, did you see the fight yeah, he had too. against Cepeda? Um, no, I did not, actually. I was going to. Me and my team, we were all looking forward to watching the fight. My team ended up watching the whole fight. They seen what they had to see. However, you know, after long days of training and everything, I'm focused on my fight. Sure. Um, I had my I had my D, DPT work on me, massage me, everything, work on everything. And um, honestly, I just fell asleep, man. I was so tired. That, that uh, But, you know, afterwards, I seen some of the highlights. I seen what I had to see. And, um, you know, Kudos to both guys to going in the ring just that alone and giving giving the fans and everyone a, a great show, you know. And, and I'm very excited that you know the winner was Regis Progress. You know this guy talks a lot. You know he can he comes from the mud, you know. And, and I hope that he understands that stay in the mud because I don't need you to come out here and say that I'll knock out Teofimo Lopez. But if the money's right, I don't need that. Don't tell me that. Don't do, do not tell me that. If you from the mud, you fight me. You fight me. Don't tell me about no money, you know. So, um, listen, I want your title. I want everybody's world title. I want Josh Taylor. You know, these are the guys that we're looking forward to fighting in, uh, next year in the upcoming years as well, you know, and just putting on the show at 140, you know, being a, becoming a two-time Undisputed World Champion. That's what we're looking at. Well, the great thing about uh, when they when they order mandatory fights is if uh, it's not so much show me the money, It's uh, it goes to a purse bid. Now, you've been down the road with purse bids, but certainly you and Regis in a purse bid, if it happened to get there, you'd still be guaranteed the shot. I want to wrap up because you were talking about... Uh, nah, nah, ain't no purse bids no more, man. Trust me, ain't no <laughs> purse bids no more. I'll Fair tell enough. you that much. You were, hey, you were... man, Teofimo Lopez, a takeover, definitely showed a true dynamic into the sport of boxing. I'll just say that. You were mentioning some of the the other top names in your weight class, uh, as you just mentioned. I wanted to just get your take because there's a lot of action besides yourself, and you mentioned about Taylor. He's got a rematch with Catterall coming up. Uh, Jose Ramirez is going to come back. I guess he'll probably fight Regis at some point uh, for the title. But the the big talk of the weight class besides your fight in the immediate future is soon after is uh, down the road. Uh, after interim fights, if it gets handled, got a very exciting fight. The prospect of Tank Davis against Ryan Garcia, two big names in the weight class that you'd occupy yourself against. Either of them is a uh, sort of a mega fight in my mind. Uh, can you just give me your take, and I'll, I'll let you go and get on with your day. Uh, what you think about the prospect of Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia? That seems to be a fight that has a lot of people really amped up. You know, um, you know, they say that the fight has been signed and uh, it's a two-fight deal. Basically, they fight someone right now as a as a warm-up, as a startup, and then they fight in April or May, whatever they're planning on doing. Um, I believe this is great for the sport of boxing. This is what we needed uh, a year ago. This is what we needed two years ago. You know, but hey, everything happens uh, in perfect time and in God's time. So this is great that we have two two um, superstars facing each other. You know, Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia. Um, I can't really say who's going to win this fight, though. 
that's that's really the interesting part about it. Uh, we will probably have to see how they perform in their next previous fight to decide who we believe will be the the winner of that next fight against um, themselves. You know, uh, I think it's going to be a great matchup, though. It's great for boxing. I believe 2023 is we're going to see a lot, a lot. I mean, a good amount, at least a handful of great matchups, you know, especially with myself and Josh Taylor, Pro Grace. I mean, there's so many guys that we could match up with myself, too. Well, before we get to seeing uh, Tank Davis and uh, Garcia and some of those other great matches you mentioned, you got Tiafimo Lopez getting ready to take on Sander Martin on uh, December 10th, Madison Square Garden, New York City, the main event, ESPN Plus and ESPN and ESPN Deportes and basically wherever you get ESPN. Tiafimo, I wish you the best and of Sky luck. Sports. And Sky Sports <laughs> in the UK, there you go. Like a good, uh, good company man, letting everybody know where you can be seen. Uh, I thank you so much for your time. I wish you great luck in your fight. And I'm... Um... For everyone, listen, I, I just came out with this new film. It's called Resilient. Uh, please tune in. Check it out. Uh, this is more of my personal films and personal use. Uh, I, I actually brought some guys here, Dustin Alt from Germany and Anthony Cado from Canada. I brought these guys to actually emulate, and I want you guys to see the real true essence of Teofimo Lopez from the scenes and behind the scenes. And this is what we're giving everyone out there. So check out the documentary, Takeover Productions on YouTube. Uh, thank you, Dan, for this. Thank you for everybody. Um, check out Resilient. It's out now. So just to make sure, just they can catch it on YouTube, right? Yes, sir. Very good. It's only on YouTube, it's only on YouTube and we're not using this to profit anything. This is, We're not selling the film or anything. This is all my rights, 100%. And it's all about just giving it back to the communities and giving out to the people and to all their kids out there that need that, that knowledgeable understanding of, of carrying yourself. You know, we all know how to carry ourselves in, in human form, but we need to know how to carry ourselves mentally. So, I'm going to make sure so to go check that out. Go check that out. Absolutely. All right, TFM, well, thank you. Good luck in the fight, my man. Appreciate your time. Thank you, guys. It's a takeover. Woo! There you go, everybody. TFM Lopez.